You're listening to the Option Alpha Podcast from OptionAlpha.com, where we show you how to make smarter trades, learn how the stock market really works, and generate consistent monthly income. Now, your host and head trader at OptionAlpha.com, Kirk Duplessis. Hey everyone, this is Kirk here again at OptionAlpha.com working every single week to make this the most popular investing podcast offered online and in iTunes because it's based on one thing and one thing only and that's helping you make smarter trades. So again, thanks so much for tuning in today and on today's show, we've got a very cool episode. I am really excited about doing this one because it really kind of is going to help me with like a lot of emails that I get because I'm going to use this episode as maybe a reference to an email or a question that people submit. So if you came to the show, listen to the show via email from me, because I said, hey, go listen to this podcast. This is the reason why I think this is really going to help out. And mainly what we're talking about in today's show are the two major misconceptions that people have about exiting option trades early. Because what we preach here at Option Alpha is that you should be actively trying to close out profitable positions early. And just as a side note, I want to make this comment to be 100% clear. We've been talking about doing this for years, years before everyone else was talking about doing it, before the tasty trades and the option pits and the SJ options. We have been talking about doing this before a lot of those companies even registered their domain names. Now, did a lot of back testing that we've started doing bring a lot of context around how we manage early and what price levels and what probability or what percentages? Of course, that always comes with more data, more testing, more ability, more software. But we've been talking about this concept for years and years. So it's nothing new to us. And it's nothing new that you'll see when you actually go back into our archives with older videos that are five, six, seven years old. We've been talking about this concept many, many, many times. Now, in today's show, what we're going to do is we're going to look at a new back-tested example with TLT. Now, TLT is the major bond ETF. Why TLT? Because, well, we wanted to use something different than SPY or DIA or the Qs. We've got a lot of back-testing data now, and now we have the ability to go across multiple different ETFs and indexes and stocks. And so TLT, we thought would be a good example because frankly speaking, TLT has been a little bit manipulated by the Fed over the last couple of years. I mean, really since the market crash in 2008, 2009, the bond market has really been kind of manipulated by the Fed in most regards. So it's a good use of TLT because it really kind of proves the point in using even a security like the bonds, which have been really kind of propped up and held up by the government, that the concepts that we're talking about still hold true in this case. Now, the reason that we're doing this here, and before I get into the actual back test that we basically analyzed in this podcast, the reason that we're doing this is because mostly people always email in, and I usually get a couple of these actually probably every day, at least a handful of these every week, where people will email in and say uh, something like, hey, Kirk, I don't understand why we close trades early. Like, why do we take half of the profit potential and then we still win at 70%? I don't understand the math. Or when I run the math and I see that if we're going to win at 70%, it looks like a zero-sum game or it looks like I'm losing money, and yet you still want us to take trades off at 50% of the credit received or 25% of the credit received or 75%. They don't understand why we do this. And the two major misconceptions are, and I'll go over this first, and then we'll kind of show you the data to back this up. The two major misconceptions are is that when I take trades off early, that I'm reducing the potential profit that I have on positions. 
So that's the first misconception, and you'll see that that's not the case. So first misconception is when I take trades off early, I'm reducing the potential profit because I'm closing it out early. I'm not letting it go all the way to expiration. I'm not milking it for all it's worth. And the second misconception is that when you take trades off early, that you still have the same win rate over time, and therefore your return is much less because you have the same win rate and you've taken trades off early. And I'm here to tell you that those two misconceptions are just completely not true. And I'll show you that with a lot of data that we can back this up with. Now, this is going to be some of the data that you are going to have the ability to backtest yourselves once we roll out our backtesting software. But this is kind of five or four tests that we ran inside of our own software here using that historical backtesting data to show and prove the point of what we were trying to do. So here are the four tests that we ran. There was basically two sets of tests. So we ran an alternate version in each case. The first set of short strangles in TLT were tested at the 10-day expiration level, meaning that they were entered into on average of 10 days to go until expiration. So I really wanted to give you guys the ability to test this concept on shorter duration options. So about a week and a half out. So about 10 days on average was each trade in this case for this first set of TLT short strangles. And again, a longer duration set, which our next set is about 60 days out on average. Okay. So this first set was about 10 days out. Each short leg on the short strangle on TLT was sold at the 30 Delta. Okay. So each Short leg was sold at the 30 delta. Why 30 delta? We just picked 30 delta. We could have done 20, 15, 10, doesn't matter. The numbers are pretty much the same across the board. Okay, so the 30 delta short options at 10 days to go on average. So every time that a trade was closed or reached expiration, you entered a new trade sequentially time and time and time again over this period. The only difference here in this testing was the ability to exit the trade at a 50% profit target or not. We had no IV filter, meaning we just entered trades consistently over time. We had no exit loss, you know, stop loss filter. We've already done some of that back testing. We know that no exit stop loss is better than having some. So we didn't have any of that in here to kind of skew the data. The only thing that we did in this first set of TLT short strangles was test the difference between letting the trade go all the way to expiration, milking it for all it's worth as quote unquote, some people have emailed me or taking the trade off early once you have reached 50% of your profit target. So what do I mean by that? Just so we're 100% clear. If you sell a short strangle for $100, we would then take it off once it's decayed in value by $50 and we have a $50 profit. So we'd sell it for 100, buy it back at 50 or somewhere on average around 50, depending on the opening prices, et cetera. Okay, so that was the only difference we did. One single tweak to our strategy. So let's first go over the results for the non-exiting early, non-managed, non-profit-taking strategy, which was, again, the short strangle, 10 days to go on average, 30 delta options on each side, no filters, goes all the way to expiration. In that scenario, your annual return on average, and this is notional return, not marginable, so if you had a margin account, it'd be higher, but your annual return was 0.66%. Your average P&L per trade was $8.94 in this case, okay? And you can adjust that obviously out for the different option contracts and stuff like that, okay? So $8.94. Your average win rate or your strategy win rate over this entire testing period was 64.84%, which is basically 
kind of where it should be. I mean, like it should win about 60% of the time with 30 delta options on each side. So a little bit higher because of implied volatility's over expectation. So basically won as many times as it really should have won over that testing period. Okay, so 64.84%. The amount of days that you were in the trade was on average 10 because you took everything all the way to expiration. And we had about 91 trades in this scenario that we ended up trading over that testing period for TLT. The total strategy PL percentage wise was 327% over that period. Okay, so not bad. So I want to just make this statement here. You didn't do bad in this case, okay? You made money. You had a decent return. It was weekly options. So you're doing a lot of trades here, but you still made money at the end of the period. You won higher than 50-50. All good stuff, right? You guys would probably agree with that. Now, let's introduce this concept of exiting the position once we hit that 50% target, that profit target. In this case, with 50% profit target, our annual return practically doubled to 1.37% from 0.66%. Our average P&L per trade went from 894 to 1119. And our win rate, this is the key here, our win rate went from 64% to 83.57%. Let me say that again in case some of your ears are bleeding because it's such a big difference. The win rate went from 64.84% to 83.57%. The days in the trade, your average days in the trade went down to seven days on average, which means you got out earlier. You didn't have to wait until expiration because you reached that profit target earlier. And we made 140 trades. So we traded a lot more often because we were recycling capital on a much faster pace. Remember, this is made sequentially, meaning that we only were holding one trade at a time. We're never holding two trades. So if we got out of trades earlier, we could get into the next trade even earlier and then get into the next trade and the next trade and the next trade, okay? And so at the end of this testing period, the total strategy P&L percentage-wise was 858%. Remember, in the non-profit target strategy, it was 327% was the total P&L during this testing period. And the difference here is almost 500% in your P&L by actually adjust or taking trades off and managing those winners quicker. And look, this is a huge thing that most people don't understand. And so again, for those of you who've emailed in or maybe you've thought this to yourself, like, how can I possibly make more money? if I'm taking trades off at half the profit target? Well, the answer is, is that your win rate is dramatically higher, your drawdowns are dramatically less, and you get into recycling capital at a faster pace, which all leads into a higher total P&L, win rate, profit, whatever you want to call it, okay? One thing I didn't cover here, and I forgot to cover this real quick, was that the difference in drawdown between taking money off the table and not, so leaving everything to go to expiration, when you left everything to go to expiration, your max drawdown during this period at any one point was 15.51%. When you took things off early, your maximum drawdown reduced to 8.3% at any one period. Again, because now what you're doing is you're taking off trades early that could eventually turn into bigger losses, right? I mean, that's exactly what 
happened in this scenario is that trades that you tried to quote unquote milk it for all it's worth and really stretch to get that magic, you know, 100% profit target. When you do that, you expose yourself to more risk and some of those trades turned around and end up being really big losers a couple days before expiration. And so that totally skewed the results. It made you have less wins. It made you have bigger drawdowns. It made you have a lower P&L on average per trade. I mean, all the things that we talk about as far as like reducing your profitability and basically making an unsteady equity curve in your portfolio. Okay. So really cool concept, right? And I'm sure you guys are thinking to yourself, okay, I get it now. Like, right. Like that's why we do it. And this is just, believe me, this is one of like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of examples that we could do here. So let's use another set or the extra set of strategies that we looked at in TLT. And that was doing the short strangle again at the 30 Delta. So we didn't change anything there or same probability of success on the initial trade. And what we did now is we moved out to about 60 days on average. So this is about two months. So again, I'm just showing you that the concept works even in shorter time periods and even in longer time periods, same concept holds true. Now, in this case, what we did is we just made a slight tweak. We said, okay, we're going to go out a little bit longer. Let's test the difference between no profit target. So again, letting everything go all the way to expiration and taking a 75% profit target. So let's Assume now that we just try to hold the trade a little bit longer and try to take in a little bit more profit. We're still going to close it early at 75%, but we're going to try to take in a little bit bigger profit. How does that adjust the P&L of the position? Okay. So first, the trade that goes all the way to expiration. Remember, 60 days on average, 30 delta on each side for the short strangle and TLT. Your annual return was 1.24%. So actually pretty decent, okay? Your maximum drawdown, because I forgot to cover it before, but I'll cover it now when we do this. Your maximum drawdown was about 15%, 14.94%. Your average P&L per trade was 25.70. Now this makes sense because now you're trading three-month contracts versus these smaller one-week or shorter time period contracts, okay? Your win rate was 71.15%. Again, that makes sense because implied volatility is overstated. So we're going to win more than the initial probability suggests. And so this helps us out in general with our P&L. Over that testing period, your overall P&L percentage wise was 511% during that period. So again, you still did really well. There's not saying that you can't let all everything go to expiration. You still make money. You still have a high win rate. You still did good on an annual and total P&L basis. All of that stuff still holds true. But in this case, when we introduced the exit target at 75, which is just trying to get a little bit more out of it, here are the numbers. Our annual return went up from 1.24% to 1.81% for this strategy. Our maximum drawdown reduced just a little bit to 14.25%. Okay, so not a big drop because we still had exposure for 60 days. So it still took a long time for this to happen and we were trying to really stretch it, but it did reduce our drawdown. Our average P&L per trade went up to 33.32 versus the 25.70. So again, we made more money per trade that we ended up trading. Our win rate also went up to 75.93. Again, since we're so close to letting it go all the way to expiration, trying to get 75% out of it, it's not going to be as huge of a difference as 50% or 25%, but you can see that you definitely have incremental improvements by closing out trades early. So again, that win rate went up from 71 to about 76% in this case. The days in trade, and I've I think I forgot to mention this before, but the days in trade when you let it go all the way to expiration was about 60. 
No kidding, right? Like no surprise there. The days in the trade when you managed it early at 75% was 54 on average. So you're getting out of trades about a week earlier than holding them all the way to expiration, which means that you ended up making three extra trades during this time period. So you recycled capital a little bit more. Now these are longer trades, so we're not making as many as we do with the weeklies, but you made about three extra trades on average. The total strategy PL at the end of the period where you manage the trade early, close it out for a profit, is 679%. So about 160% difference in your PL, again, by closing out the trade early and taking less than full profit. Okay. So hopefully these two examples have been really, really good and huge eye openers for you. And just understanding what we're talking about, about this concept of closing trades early and taking the risk off the table. Basically, when you see the money, take the money and run, right? Like don't try to squeeze every little drop and every little penny out of it. Remember, you make your money on trade entry. You capture that money. You capture and realize that profit when you actually take the trade off. So again, just to kind of recap this before we get into the closing bell segment, the two major misconceptions that we've now disproved about exiting trades early are that you reduce your potential profit, which we now know you don't. You actually increase your potential profit and that you basically reduce or keep your same win rate even though you're closing out trades early, which reduces your ROI. And that again is not true. When you close out trades early, you recycle capital at a much faster pace and you cut down on some of the trades that could have been much bigger losers by letting them go to expiration, which means that in most cases you will increase your ROI by one or two X across the board. So a very, very cool little case study and just a small glimpse into some of the backtesting capabilities that we're going to be rolling out soon for you guys here on Option Alpha. You're going to be able to go in and test little granular differences in different strategies on different tickers across all tickers, ETFs, stocks, whatever the case is. This is some of the stuff that we're starting to put together. And this is why it's so important because it can totally change the trajectory of how your income and your portfolio grows in the future. Now, the closing bell. Find out which stocks we're looking at right now, trades we're making, and hear our game plan moving forward. All right, so in today's closing bell segment, we're going to go over a new short strangle that we're going to do here on XLV. Now, XLV is a new ETF that we're trading here. Not new that we haven't traded before, but is a ETF that we just don't often trade. I haven't probably traded for about a year or so. This is the Healthcare Spiders ETF index, but it's really been crushed. I mean, like from August uh, around the high, around 76, it's now trading uh, in November here around 67. So it's really been kind of knocked down in a big way. And as a result, implied volatility has expanded as well. Now, in the case of XLV, what we're going to do with this position is first sell our strangles at the 70% initial profit target level. So again, remember how we were talking about in today's show with the backtesting, we're basically putting on each leg at 15% deltas on each side or 15% probabilities on each side so that the interior, the inside range is 70%. And that's where we get our initial 70% probability of success or probability of profit. 
Now, using the backtesting from today, we know that if we close this trade early, we're going to have a much higher win rate than 70%. And we'll just naturally have a higher win rate than 70% if we let it go all the way to expiration because of the overstatement in implied volatility. So we imagine that we're going to close this trade out early and probably have a much higher win rate on average if we made this type of trade over and over and over again in perpetuity. Now, in this case, we're selling the 72 calls and the 62 puts below the market. Like I said, the stock right now is trading at about 67, a little over 67. So we're selling the 62 puts below the market and the 72 calls above the market. How do we determine those strike prices? We just looked for the 15 delta options on each side and we're taking in a $67 credit for each of these strangles that we're selling. Now again, the beautiful part of this is that we're gonna manage the trade at 50% meaning once the value decays by 50%, so around $32, $33 or so, once the value goes down to there, we'll take the trade off early. And although it might seem, as many of you probably assumed heading into the show, that taking the trade off and kind of banking that smaller profit might not work out in the end, it will because it'll recycle our capital, increase our win rate, reduce our exposure to large drawdowns that might otherwise happen. And so it'll be much, much better off long-term to get this trade off early at a 50% profit target than to try to hold it all the way through expiration, which is about 49 days from now. So that's our trade for today in today's closing bell segment. As always, if you guys have questions, please let me know in the show notes page at optionalpha.com slash show 71. Again, that's just optionalpha.com slash show 71. Thanks for listening to the Option Alpha podcast. If you liked what you heard, please drop by iTunes and leave a rating or comment. Plus, you can get everything. Free email updates for future shows, transcripts, video tutorials, case studies, and more. Just visit our website at optionalpha.com. All right, so I truly hope you enjoyed today's show, as always, and got at least one thing out of it that you can apply right now to make you a smarter, more profitable trader and investor. As always, you can get additional resources, see some of the numbers from our back testing here, and some related video training on closing trades early, how to set up these automatic closing orders and, and fill triggers, all of that stuff by going to optionalpha.com slash show 71. That's just number 71 optionalpha.com slash show 71. And don't forget about our freebie in today's show, our ultimate option strategy guide. It's basically our A to Z guide on how to select the best option strategy with the optimal triggers for when we should enter it, when you should get out of the trade, all of that stuff completely free in our 92 page ultimate strategy guide. Again, you can get it by going to optionalpha.com slash ebook or by texting the word strategies to 44222. Again, you can just text in the word strategies from your mobile device or phone to the short code 44222. As always, hopefully you guys enjoy the show and until next time, happy trading.